the future is what's driving us, right? It's our hopes and our dreams. That's why we get up in the morning because even if it's ill-defined, we hope for something, right? It's that faith that if we take action today, it will result in a different tomorrow. And no matter how good today is, I think we all hope for a brighter tomorrow. Welcome to Idea Gym. I'm Jeff. I'm Sheldon. And we are going to review our future map that we put to work from the book, Personality Isn't Permanent, from Dr. Ben Hardy. And in the notes, we'll put a link to that if you haven't listened to that one yet. Uh, I did, Jim. We are here to try and help you go from entrepreneur to entrepreneur, collecting ideas to an action taker. Because knowledge is power, right? It's the key. But until you take that and open the lock, take action, then it's, it's the same as not even having it. We had 10 questions to go through to kind of map out who you want to be in the future. We didn't have a specific time or, or you know, 90 days or two years or five years. Uh, but kind of this idea is you don't know, it's much harder to get to where you want to go if you don't know where you want to go, right? It's like a map at the mall. And knowing where you are now is important to be able to get to where you want to go. But you could just wander through the mall and kind of hope that you're trending upward or whatever. But it, the clearer your vision is on what you want to to be and to do, where, where you want to be at from everything, relationships to finances to health, right? The, the clearer your vision, the easier it is to build a blueprint and a map and figure out how to get there. Yeah. Makes it more believable for your brain, which is so important because the brain will take and do and feel those things that you make real, right? And it's the same reason that we like good movies. Part of the the challenge is is that we too often define uh, our current self by our past actions, right? And our personality by what we've done. But in all reality, it's more helpful if we define ourselves by what we want to achieve and where we want to go. The future is what's driving us, right? It's our hopes and our dreams. That's why we get up in the morning because even if it's ill-defined, we hope for something, right? It's that faith that if we take action today, it will result in a different tomorrow. And no matter how good today is, I think we all hope for a brighter tomorrow. Absolutely. Uh, I don't think there's, there's any form of ingratitude in in hoping for better tomorrow that doesn't mean you don't love today and you didn't enjoy it and get the most out of it i think it's more just there's there's we have a constant pursuit of growth and progress right and that's that's a big part of of where we're at and and why we're doing this ep- this episode is to define that person and who who we want to become and we we used the reference i think in our last episode of Matthew McConaughey where he once got up and gave a speech when he was accepting his Oscar and said, uh, my, you know, someone once told me like, who's your hero? And he said, my heroes, my, myself 10 years from now. And then after 10 years, they asked him, okay, so are you your hero yet? And he said, no, my heroes, myself 10 years from now. And it was kind of that point of you're never there, right? You're always, you're always pursuing the next level. 
Um, and if you're not, then you're definitely declining. <laughs> I think there's, we, we talked about this, that you're either climbing or you're sliding. And I think there's always some sliding in life. Don't get me wrong. There's, there's definitely ups and downs, but you would want to be progressing upward at all times. Right? <laughs> you made a good point about gratitude and how it's not about being ungrateful for what you have and what you are now. Um, you know, personally, I don't, we probably share the same view here, Jeff. We, we, we both believe that we are sparks of divinity, right? And we can progress forever. So I think, I think you nailed it on the head. It's not about being unhappy or ungrateful for what you have now. In fact, that's kind of paramount to, to success. You, you'll improve faster if you can find more happiness now, right? You ever read the, it's called the happiness advantage. We'll get into that someday, but um, yes, it's about progress and, and improvement and, yeah, it's progress. Progress. We we crave for progress. Yeah, being grateful but not being satisfied. I guess that's how I would define it. I don't know if that, you know, resonates with everyone, but that's definitely something that has stood out to me. It's like, hey, I'm grateful for where I am at and what I've been given and all the blessings and struggles that I've had. Um, but I'm not satisfied and I won't be. Ever. And that's and that's okay. I don't <laughs> I think that's that's what keeps me moving forward. Um, maybe when I'm on my deathbed, <laughs> hopefully I will look back and say, okay, I tried, you know, I, I did everything that I, and maybe I didn't do everything I wanted to do, but maybe, but I tried, right. I at least gave it the effort. I think big part of this is outlining for people why this is important. And we've talked a little bit about it, but I think the obstacle in all of this is really, is we're allowing our past to define us, like Sheldon said. And the plan that we've given you is one that you can take and, and act on right now. It's designing your future by asking yourself very specific pointed questions. And hopefully we co what comes out of this is a clear idea of who you want to become and the steps you need to take to get there. And that's the part that we're going to talk about today as well is what, what are some action steps you can take today as part of this process to start taking you there? The plan is something that gives you hope, like Sheldon mentioned, but the, that's probably going to go out the window because action is the step that matters. It's like when you start taking action, the plan suddenly changes, but that's okay as long as you're moving towards that goal of who you want to become. And that can, that can also be flexible. In 90 days, that might be different. That's why it's important to do this exercise, not just once, but frequently. Uh, some people do it annually. Uh, some people do it every six months. It's just, it's up to you on how often you do this exercise, but it gives you a step forward into, okay, now that 90 days have passed, I'm in a different place than I was. Now what? We want to go through some of the answers that we gave first. Sheldon, do you want to kick us off? The first question was, what is your day-to-day -day life like? Yeah, yeah. Well, just getting into it, I was surprised... I try not to overthink it in terms of self-editing. So I just would write and write and write and type and type, type because I type quicker than I write. So I would type. I ended up being almost almost five pages. It does not need to be that long, right? I kind of, uh, over the years, I went from in high school, this isn't a, we change, right? In high school, I see myself much more of a writer now. Like I enjoy writing. I'm not a writer. No, I'm, I'm becoming a writer. Right, Jeff? <laughs> Writing our book. I enjoy it much more now. I mean, I used, to, I used to hate it in high school and early college. I just didn't. It's funny how I'm to the point now where I enjoy it. It's, we change. We're different. Anyway, uh, 
Uh, what is my day-to-day like? Dude, I have this dream of waking up early. I, I, I like to wake up early because that's when I can like think and, and read and study and, and prayer and meditate and things like that and then exercise and then have breakfast with my family and kids. My my day-to-day, I, I envision this where it's, that's my, my regular routine and then have breakfast with the family and I take the kids to school and then work and but have time to exercise and do things I enjoy like ultimate frisbee or, or lift weights and and then uh, eat lunch with a friend and, and things like that. So a little more flexibility than I currently have. I working, I mean, I think as we get older and mature, it's like we enjoy work to a certain extent. It, everybody enjoys accomplishment and success. So I can't ever see myself not working in that sense. But having more freedom to work on the things I want to work is a big part of what I, you know, I want my future to be, right? And be, having more connection with people. Too often, I feel like I've lost connection with old friends, and and that's the spice of life, relationships, right? So I want to have more opportunity daily to connect with people. Well, how about you, Jeff? What well, what's one of the questions that you enjoyed and felt was inspiring and enlightening? I liked a lot of these, honestly. I mean, the day-to-day is a great one. I, and I've been thinking a lot lately about um, just my kids. And you just don't know how long your life is. I've had several people around me die much younger than you would hope or think. And it's, it's one of those things that just brings that reality home where you think, oh, wow. Like if I only had, you know, my, I had a friend who died at 38 recently. Um, and and then my uncle also died and he was only 68. So that's still not very old. And I was thinking if I only had three years left, what would I do? If I only had 30 years left, what would I do? And, and I think this is a great exercise for that. And I have just been focused more on my family. It's like if I'm my day to day, I would be spending more time with, with my kids, right. Um, focused on, on really helping them grow and empowering them as much as possible. And I think that's why idea gym, I would definitely be doing idea gym <laughs> because that's, this thing is uh, for me, the step of helping others become. And what, what do I stand for? I stand for truth that no matter what, I, I, I always will lean back on those things that are foundational rather than my opinions or the opinions of others. Cause opinions come and go as we've seen. And, there's always turmoil in the world, especially right now. You see a lot of it happening and it feels, the wind feels a little stronger than it has because we've got all these things happening in 2020 with COVID and, and with the political environment that's really charged right now uh, for a lot of reasons. And I think hopefully my goal is always to stand for, for the foundational truths that exist in the world, those things that are true no matter what. Um, and not based on opinions or the current wins you wrote in here, I stand for freedom. And, and I think that's, that's part of it is, is, is liberty is freedom is, is we stand on the side of God and truth and, and righteousness and becoming not just better as individuals, but as a whole society, um, progressing towards something that is, a kinder, peaceful, more understanding (laughs) 
society overall where we are unified rather than separated. And I feel like there's a lot of that going on separation. So, yeah. One that I particularly liked was uh, how do you interact with other people? And I think I like that because I feel that I'm making progress with that, especially with my, my, my family and children, right? I don't want to <laughs> too much of the, the sausage here, but I, I, I've, I've been, I'm not an overly irritated or, I mean, I, I don't blow up or anything like that, but I don't, I've realized that people can feel your intent, right? And my children can feel if I'm slightly irritated, even if my actions are controlled, right? So I'm trying to learn to control my, my feelings and kind of figure out why. So a little bit in my interactions is, is I, I want to be, I want to be present, right? Not distracted by things. I want to be focused on them because I have that self, you know, wholeness or, or confidence and I don't have to be thinking about my own ego <laughs> or parents or anything like that. So no matter who I'm with, I guess this perhaps is some, maybe a little more with people, uh, even outside your family, it's just, just there. Right. And I want to be better at remembering details. And I've always, I've always been kind of terrible with names. My wife, I mean, it's like you go through the kids, <laughs> three or four kids before I get the name of the right one. Right. Uh, I want, I want to learn some of those, those skills to, I'm better remembering the details, right? I, I feel like in a lot of ways I'm good at, already good at connecting with people and cause that's how it's memorable. It's like that, that, that weird thing they said or detail that makes you connect with them and, and resonate. But, uh, yeah, I want to connect with people more, right. And have those interactions be one where I'm, I'm, less focused about myself and more on them because that's how you really can help people. It's, it's how they, you help them see themselves and their potential. I want to be better at helping others feel like they can and they will and giving them confidence and hope and power to, to overcome their challenges and to find happiness and strength and the things that that they they want so i really like that one yeah that is awesome uh the other question i mean this is always one of my favorite questions (laughs) and it seems on the surface to be more (laughs) vain it it, it can be it depends on how you (laughs) you approach it right but how much money do you make the reason i like this one is the same reason we've talked about in the past is it is for me almost a linchpin of not the fact of how much money I'm actually making. The money is secondary, but it's, it, it is, does symbolize hopefully that I'm becoming who I want to and who I've committed to becoming, which is someone who has uh, a lot of impact and influence on others. Like you just mentioned, right? It's like, how can I positively impact not just my family, but my community and the world? And that sounds very idealistic to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to impact the whole world. And <laughs> I don't know that I am, but at least my world. And to me, that is represented in, you know, in being a millionaire, right? I, I've talked about $10 million. <laughs> That's, that seems like an, a, an extreme number for, for most people. Um, and I think that's why I put it out there because it's, it is, it's something that's like, if I can achieve that, that means I've, definitely 
impacted and influenced a lot of people. Cause that I, I believe that um, money comes from the value you add in a large part. At least I like to believe that the money you earn is based on the value you're bringing to society. And, and that's how I see it. So in the case of $10 million, that means I've brought a lot more value to the world than I did before. It uh, doesn't mean I'm not bringing value now, but hopefully <laughs> that comes across the right way. <laughs> I always like to uh, challenge Jeff on a little bit on this because I, you know, I just throw out the argument that I, I believe that to a certain extent, but some of the most influential people uh, in history never made, ne- never made money if that may, <laughs> you know what I mean? Obviously from, you know, I could think of, of influential leaders and whatnot to, you know, again, we're Christian and Christ himself, right? Money's not, but, but I get what you're trying to say. It can be a measure of, uh, it can be, it can definitely be a, a good measuring stick. Yeah. And, and, and a good, and not a good measuring stick in some instances as well. So. Absolutely. So it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's, it's how you pursue it, right? It's, it does depend on how you're using it because money is a tool. And the other part about it is money doesn't even exist, <laughs> right? It's an agreement between all of us. And that's part of why I feel like it's, it's a, an important piece because it's easy to measure, but it's also something that represents a lot of agreements between people. So hopefully you're bringing good value and the value that I would hope to bring is, is people's lives changing and improving and seeing results that are better than what they had before. So I think maybe we touch a little bit, we wrap this up with uh, some steps on how to take this, this map of ourselves, of, we, of what we want, which is going to change, right? Inevitably we will because our desires are educated by what we focus on. And honestly, I think for a lot of us, it's like what we want, can improve and change as we mature and progress and, and realize maybe like Jeff and I would say the the problems, the problems you want become bigger and better. Right. So how about we go into some of the ideas, Jeff, of steps to take to help people get there? Yeah. So we have two major ideas that have been helpful lately. One of them comes from the ULA guys and the other one was shared by Ben Hardy. Guys, These are both things that are, standard but so important and so it's so simple to do the first one is three steps that you're going to take each day towards your major goals so every evening or at least in the morning write down three things you're going to do today that will take you towards your major goals now you know you already have this whole list of things you have to get done that day that's fine those things may not be able to change but amidst those pick three things and they don't have to take long If it's a fitness goal, maybe it's just putting on your gym clothes right now, right? Something that's moving you towards your goal. If it's a money goal, maybe it's just reviewing your bank account in the morning and saying, here's where I'm at and this is where I want to be. It can be really simple like that to start, but then progressively just make those things steps towards your major goals. Uh, The second one, and again, there's a lot of different things you can do. These are just two that Jeff and I have both implemented that we've, we've liked a lot. And the second one is an accountability partner. Uh, I love this one. So just a little insight, Jeff and I, we, you know, when we remember, let's be honest, it's not every night, but we text each other uh, uh, through WhatsApp, whatever our, our three, it doesn't have to be three, two, three, sometimes four, sometimes two, uh, 
things, basically these goals that we want to accomplish for the next day. And it does a couple things. One, having an accountability partner kind of keeps you on focus. And it's not to, it should never be a relationship of, oh, you didn't do this, but, but having put it out there. And at the end of the day, we also check in on how many we accomplished, right? It's just literally to help you be more accountable. And the second thing is decision fatigue. Like nothing kills productivity more than trying to figure out what you should be doing. So it's helpful at night to think about what I did today and what I need and want to do tomorrow. Cause then it kind of takes away the decision-making. I just look at the list of this is what I decided. And it changes sometimes. Sometimes things come up during the day that really are not just urgent. It's, it's more important at the moment. So uh, it's not like we always get them done, right? Often at the end of the day, I got two out of three done or one out of three, sometimes all of them, sometimes not. Uh, actually, there's a really good article by Ben Hardy about this. So I will find it and I will put it in the links. And it's a short read. I think it's only like five minute, five minute article, but how to get the most of being an accountability partner and how to make it easy. And one thing we like about that is it's very easy to implement, meaning it's, it should, shouldn't take more than a couple minutes a day. If it's harder than that, then you're not going to sustain it long-term. So partly why I think this works is because it's easy to implement, but it does bring some clarity on, you know, what you want to do and makes you, forces you to think about what your big goals are. So I like that. Yeah. And if you didn't notice, these are both very linked together. So yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, these can be the same thing. So when you, when you're writing to your accountability partner, send him or her the three things that you wrote down for your major goals, right? It doesn't have to be your whole to-do list. That's, that's a waste of time to send to anybody. Just, just those three things that you're working towards. So these things are both tied together and if you're like, I don't know who would be my accountability partner, it doesn't matter. Read Ben Hardy's message. It's It honestly could be anybody. It could almost be a stranger. You could just pick someone off the street. And that could be potentially even better because you don't feel guilty and you don't feel like obligated to tell them, <laughs> you know, you, you, you can just write something and it doesn't have to be. Uh, like Sheldon said, this isn't about them coming back and saying, Hey, you didn't do this. No, you're going to be accountable. It's just about sending it out there into the world to someone else who's seen it. And then at the end of the day, you have to report and say, I did it or I didn't. Um, and that, and that gives you just one more step towards your goal and helps you stay accountable because a lot of times we stink at being accountable to ourselves. That's the thing we're trying to overcome in this. And these habits and these action steps that we take each day are going to help us practice taking action towards our goals. Because a lot of times what limits us is that we don't uh, act on the things that we're working towards. We say, hey, we got this New Year's resolution, but then we never actually do it or we do it once or twice. Uh, Putting these things in place will help you stay on track and at least make progress towards those things. All right. We really appreciate you joining us on Idea Gym. Thanks again. We know your time is valuable. We hope that this exercise helps you as much as it's helping us and that those action steps that we talked about today will carry you to your goals and through and to becoming the person you want to be. Seize the day. Carpe diem. (laughs) Yep, we have some great interviews coming up. If you uh, haven't 
if you haven't listened to some of our previous interviews, you should go back and do that. They're awesome. Uh, very motivational. We are listening to them every week. And I just, I'm like, wow, we're, <laughs> these are great interviews. I'm inspired. So check out the previous interviews. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, like, and share with somebody. We want to grow this audience. It's going great so far. We'd love to see it grow even more. If you have someone you would like to have on the show, let us know because we're pretty darn good at getting people on the show. We're getting even better at that. So let us know. Yep. Thank you very much and have a great day.